Hey, it's Richie and Wes. He's Richie. And he's Wes. And this is our show. A little something different. Normally, we ask the questions. Mm-hmm. And you all give the answers. Sometimes. Well. Well, and sometimes not. Or sometimes you do get confused. And you ask us the question. Which usually has absolutely nothing to do with the question or topic that we were exactly talking about but we love y'all anyways and this week we thought we would flip it around yes and let you we love a good pivot baby gays ask the question now anyone can be a baby gay if you are recently out i would say within the last year yeah so. it does not mean age it has nothing to do with that no bitch <laughs> what was life like in the 1900s? I hate when it's referred to. <laughs> that is the correct way to address. <laughs> I mean, first of all, respect your elders. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> and also, it was, you. it was fucking lovely. Mm-hmm. I, I love... It actually was. It was. You, like, had... You got all the awesome exposure of new things coming so rapidly like yeah. technology now i think tech is kind of at a standstill honestly but we went from two also, televisions that had been around forever yeah to flat screens really which was like oh my god and then flatter and flatter and thinner and thinner and also i feel like so many people were into like the environment and mm-hmm. being socially conscious and aware there were so music many was so experimental fucking assholes hip hop was created oh my a god a whole 90s new form hip-hop? of music like 1990s hip hop and rap was mm. literally created mm-hmm. in the 1900s dur- literally yeah so you got to see a renaissance of musical growth and mm-hmm. cultural growth and Oh my god, dance took off to a whole different level as well. Again, tech, computers were rapidly evolving. We got to see the before and after of the internet. That's something that's not said about a lot of times. You'll get new inventions and things of that nature, but this is something that literally changed the world. Quite literally. Oh yeah, if you think about it, you really had... The advent of, in the early 1900s, Mm -hmm. TV and radio becoming more of the networks Mm -hmm. and all of those things branching out. You have music that used to be just like, you either had hillbilly music Mm -hmm. or you had... Branching out into all these different genres, yes. like you're saying, like hip hop and R and B were breaking out. You, oh my gosh, there's actually a great series on Netflix called Explained. Yes, there is. It goes through this exact it. same it's thing. Great. Yes, where believe it or fucking not, I mean, first of all, women have only had the right to vote for like a hundred years. Uh huh. So things were very oppressive prior to the 1900s. Thank you very much. We had an awesome time and we changed the world. Yes. Literally, <laughs> quite literally, and I. It, so it was amazing. It was great, and I loved yeah, it. Thanks for asking. All right, next question: How can I find a guy who actually wants to go on dates and not do hookups? Oh, slide in my DMs. I am single, and I enjoy dates. I enjoy dinner. I'm a I'm a foodie, extraordinaire. I love mm-hmm. events. 
If you are in the Los Angeles area, feel free to slide into my DM. And you know what? I feel the same way. I love hanging out, having a drink, going and having like a sushi roll. We are out there. Not everyone is just some horny bastard that just wants to hook up. Yeah, there are a lot of us out there. Oh, there's nothing wrong with hooking up. No, but they're also, you can find a guy that wants to do these things. You just got to look a little bit. I think you have to, and don't assume it's going to scare people away. Look, here's a great advice for baby gays or anyone that's really looking to date. Throw that meat on the table, and I don't mean your dick. Throw, <laughs> throw it on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what I want. Here's what I'm looking for. That is going to scare some people away. Absolutely, one hundred percent for sure. Awesome. Those are not the ones you want. The ones that are like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You want X, Y, Z, and that aligns with what I'm yeah. looking for. Blah blah blah. Those are the ones you want. Yes, exactly. It's not going to be everybody. Put it on the ball. Put it on the You're table. only looking for one anyway. Exactly. So if you scare away ten to get two that you might actually date, then there you go. Good. And also don't assume Good. that by someone's appearance that they're only looking for sex either, because that happens a lot. That's true. If you're a hot person, it's really hard for people to accept that you have emotions. That you might actually just, you know, don't want to be grabbed all the time, and you can <laughs> actually hold a conversation, and you can actually be wanting more than just a quick fuck. You might be college-educated, etc. Yes. Let's see. Oh, man. How do you get over your best friend completely ghosting you because she has a toxic boyfriend? You know, there's nothing you can do. Um, I've been in this position before. Um, what I do is I just keep my distance. And if they're going to com- continue ghosting me, then I just cut that loss. Because in that case, you're really not my friend in the first place. But I also am trying to support you through this clearly abusive situation. But you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. And if the other person is not going to reciprocate, then cut it off. I wholeheartedly agree. I think that if someone is going to ghost to you, blah, 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 why put your energy out there Yeah. if you're just going to be throwing a penny down a well, basically? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like you said, recognize the situation that they might be in where she might come around. Yeah. And apologize. And, you know, in that case, maybe a second chance is, you know, warranted. Don't let it become a habit, though. No, also, I really feel with many people, if you just take away your attention, that's the deepest cut of all. Mm -hmm. Ooh, just to not have that daily text, to not have that phone call, to not have that connection, to not have someone that you can spill your guts to at the end of the day. Yeah, because what happens when she's unhappy? She needs someone to confide in. She's going to be hitting you up. Blocked. There you go. (laughs) That's what happens sometimes. All right. Is hoping to find true love asking for too much? No. Absolutely I don't not. even know how to even elaborate on But no, not at all. You should want what you want. Not only that, but you can find love several times. Yes. Life. 100%. Just don't rush it. Don't become one of those people that's constantly looking. Which I mean, Oh, God. And I constantly mean, in love. I'm, I'm a serial dater, but I'm not constantly in love. I just like being in a relationship, and nine times out of ten, I'm not even looking for it. It just kind of falls in my lap. Yeah. But there are all those people that want to be in a relationship, and, and within two days, oh, my God, this is the one, and I'm so in love. I'm like, no, you're not. You're in lust. You're in, enamored with this person. You I definitely feel like there's a desperation. Yes. It's like, and that can also Like, learn to be alone. Yeah. Learn to be alone. 
And then let it just come to you. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that. Nothing wrong with wanting that at all. No. I, I think that's perfectly normal. How to move on and unlove a straight guy. A lot of love questions. Wasn't prepared for this. Look, I know it's going to break your little heart, but the thing is, do not give your energy to people who don't give it back to That's you. That's like the running theme for all these questions, it, it, actually. It, it, and I know it sounds, it's repeat, and it sounds so simple. And, and it's that's easier also, said than done. But it is, but that you is set hard. set yourself up for Like, for it's failure. a slap across the face because they don't feel the same way about you. And that's not going to that change. you're feeling about them. And that sucks. I know. But you don't want to be with someone who doesn't feel the no, way No, what's the point that? of that? There's absolutely no point. You cannot make someone. It's unhealthy can't. mentally for you. It's it's emotionally masochistic. Just again, cut the ties, cut them off, yeah. and you can find a gay that's gonna like you. Uh, this kind of repeat. Anyone? Any advice for someone who's been ghosted? I think ghosting is the new. Mm-hmm. You know. Everyone's Ghosting because of new black. Yeah, go- <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a new orange. It's also the new white. <laughs> yeah, everyone's been ghosted. Technology allows us to do that now. You can also choose to mute someone on social media. Maybe they're not even getting your messages anymore, right? So you don't know what someone's going through. And ultimately, again, you cannot give your energy. to. They're not. No matter how many times you text them, they are not going to text you back. So the, the, the more you can just resolve that within yourself, who cares? Who even cares right? why? Because will any explanation do? Would anything? No. So let them... Make that choice. Make let them make that decision, and you move on. Oh, someone said as an old gay, thank you for probably someone who's thirty. As an old gay, <laughs> as an old gay, thank you for using your platform to help folks find belonging. That's so cute. We are changing lives, y'all. <laughs> One shade at a time. Uh, also, of course, shout out to Hyrule Commander, who helps us out with our questions. Again, our unofficial and third co-host, our Spinderella. Spinderella to the show. <laughs> we will certainly... Uh, and we, we treat him a lot better than salt and pepper tree Spinderella. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. I have been in love with someone since I came out two years ago. But I feel the need, it doesn't say but, it's a period. <laughs> I feel the need to meet other guys. The boyfriend has 10 years of experience mm-hmm. being out. This is what we're saying. As a baby gay, both these guys could be similar ages, but one just recently came out. <sighs> oh boy. First of all, <laughs> maybe you should consider talking to your boyfriend about opening up your relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're really in love with him and you want to stay with him, 
and he has this experience on you anyway. Yeah. Perhaps the two of you could navigate, allowing you to feel like you're sowing your wild oats mm-hmm. while continuing a relationship with the yes. person that you're and in just love set, with. And just set your boundaries. We set are your roles. different in the gay community. Straight people are like this, too. They okay. really are. They're just fucking on the deal. Uh, relationships are whatever you want to make of them, right? If your partner's not into that... Oh, man, it is so hard to feel like you're missing out on uh-huh. shit. It is. FOMO is a real thing. Dickmo. Right, right. <laughs> uh, sounds like Venmo for dick. If you, have, if you have been out for two years and with the same guy, that's a lot. Yeah, I get it. Oh, man. Oh, that's... This is going to be like a live and learn experience. That's tough. And it might not be easy. It won't be because easy. Because it's also horrible. Hook it is. Hookup culture is a joke. Guys are terrible. Mm-hmm. All you're going to do And the grass is, isn't always greener. No, so it's all like, you're going to do is feel empty for like taking loads from random dudes. Mm-hmm. And you don't care about them at all. Yet, at the same time... You're also going to have amazing experiences yeah. that you would it not really have It really is a double-edged sword. It really is. So I really think you have to talk a to A dick-shaped sword, but it. a double-edged yeah, sword. It's a dick, yes. <laughs> Maybe a double-edged dildo. <laughs> uh, I definitely think you should just talk to the boyfriend. If he's got 10 years experience... Mm-hmm. He might be, he might be more open than you think. Why is it so hard to find a gay friend? People always say this. I think you have to just kind of have a good reading for people because I've never had a problem finding gay friends, ever. Most of my friends are gay. Yes! Like, I just... I mean, I also hate most of them. True. <laughs> Except for me. But, <laughs> but no, I've never actually had a problem finding gay friends. And I and I've heard a lot of oh I wanna be I wanna find gay friends, but they all wanna fuck situation. Okay, well I mean that, that may happen sometimes. But I don't have an actual answer for this because I don't I've never actually experienced it. Thankfully, I've always had no problem finding gay friends. Um I mean, now that you have social media, why not find... I do have a solution. Why not find a group of the, something that interests you? Mm-hmm. Someone that likes the same music, a group of people in your area that likes the same hobbies that you like. I mean, there are gay car there, meetups. There, there are gay... Yes, go to a convention. There's poker. There's, there are groups. There are you, completely group. non-sexual gay yes. ev- events. Go there. Find uh-huh. something. Because a common interest is the first step in building any type of relationship in general. It makes things smoother. You have things to talk about. It doesn't halt conversation, even if you're both nervous about things. Absolutely. There's a local group, at least here in L.A., called Gay for Good. Mm -hmm. And they do food drives. They do this. Yeah. The other. They just do community stuff. Go into the community. And... Yeah, fine. You know, even if those are your gay for good friends... 
right? You still start to create a social network. 100%. People. And yeah. it is I mean, hard, here we have I a think. whole bunch of gay sports leagues. No, I think it is hard to make friends as an adult. Mm -hmm. And As an adult, you're setting your ways, friends. and that's a different situation. But but also, everyone's fucking weird. So, Very true. Because everyone's set in their ways. So it's true. So it's hard to like navigate that sometimes, and I totally get that. But, um, I, yeah, I, I think you do have to sort of find those common interests and... Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just saying find whatever local gay groups are in your area and take it from there. If it's something that's interests you, that's the first step to getting to know someone. I mean, we have social media now, so those, those things are very easy to find now. I'm also at a disadvantage because I've been in the fucking nightlife and hospitality scene all my life. Right. So I'm constantly used to being exposed <laughs> around people. Yeah. <laughs> I've been fortunate that I have friends who are very social mm -hmm. and I meet a number of people. And I do try, like, if I do make a connection with someone, I do try to keep that going yeah. and what have you. Um, something for me that's always been a consistent, I know it's very cliche and very stereotypical, but I love being outdoors and I love hiking mm -hmm. and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's where a lot of my, because I feel like you can have a great conversation hiking. Mm -hmm. You could also shut the fuck up uh -huh. and just walk. For 20 <laughs> minutes. And I think that's fine. Yeah. Right. Like you don't have to always have. Mm -hmm. some banter going and if you can be comfortable with someone in silence things are going well exactly so that has always been a constant for me and most of the friends that i have uh not you because you don't like the outdoors i don't but see you could also have different <laughs> interests and hobbies and still be friends well, we meet once a week and drink wine exactly and talk shit about people and that's like the best form of <laughs> of interest that i've learned so here's one that hyrule posted and kind of bumped on and i will also do the same because I feel like whether it's baby gay or even mm -hmm. more mature gay someone is saying it's not even a question it's really close to impossible to find a guy and finding someone who is suitable to date is even tougher And I think that that really comes across as being super judgy. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're expecting from the gay community. Yeah. You have no holds or ties to someone prior to you meeting them. No. Whatever their experiences have been or whatever they have done or what have you, you don't get to judge them for that. No. You That's can... what my last breakup was about. <laughs> You could. I'm like, I didn't cheat on your ass. I'm like, you're mad because you found out all the people I slept with before you even moved to this goddamn state. I'm like, come on now, grow up. That's like high school shit. It is. Mm -mm. And we're perfectly fine and happy. Again, if I cheated on your ass, that's, well, that's one thing. I didn't. You're literally mad because I had relations with a couple of people that we worked with mm -hmm. before you worked there. 
or maybe suitable in the sense of your status or education mm-hmm. or your, you know, fashion or whatever, right? Money, your status. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I have to bump on that as well. So I don't like when people. Well, because speaking <laughs> of double-edged swords, some people hate, and I've learned this on Twitter, when you ask the like, oh, it's an immediate immediate turn off when someone like asks like, what you do for a living. And I can see why, because sometimes people use that as a way to judge you. Mm-hmm. Or what kind of car you drive. Uh huh. I ask these questions because I have extreme anxiety when meeting new people. And I find it interesting hearing about what people do in their day-to-day lives as a career that I'm not exposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that shit. If you're a lawyer, I want to hear how your day goes. Like, like what do you do when you walk into work? Like, is there a check-in process? Like, right. I'm genuinely interested in is your life. like Ali McBeal? Right? I, what is going on? Right? I'm like, if you're in, like, TV production, like... I don't know what the fuck a fucking gaffer is. I'm like, I want to know what that is. That's interesting. I see this term all the time in credits. I want to know what yeah. this is. So I'm genuinely interested in you, and that's my way of getting across. But, again, on the other hand, people will use that to size you up. Mm-hmm. I don't like the question, but I don't mind it mm-hmm. either. It's one of those things where... It can be used either way. It definitely it can, can be used be for used good or for evil. <laughs> for good or for bad, just to know what you're into and what have you. And I think especially in L.A., there's a lot of judgment as opposed to like, are you like a girl boss? Are you mm. this, that, or the other, right? And one, you know, you're not... The value that you have to the world is not your career or how much money that you make, right? It just isn't. So those things, I think, if they're connecting you or you have, you're curious about it, ge- like genuinely curious about what someone does, what their day is like, yes. But if you're just gold digging or if that's a way to weed people out of your echelon of what you will accept, then you're just an asshole. 100%. An elitist asshole. Oh, yeah. And and that's what I can't stand. Mm. Is I, oof, I got into it with, with one guy when I used to bartend. I'm like, he's like, oh, you're a bartender? Why do you want to do anything else? I'm all, I made $700 last night. I'm paying for all, this entire dinner. Any Any other questions? Mm. Oh, 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 really? I'm like, oh, I would assume you make like $75 a night. I'm all, that's, that, uh, stop assuming things. Ignorance. Exactly. First of all. Or even now. Oh, Oh, yeah, I run into that a lot, too. Being a, that's why I always say a wellness coach. Yeah. Because if you say you're a trainer, people just think you're dumb and you don't make any money. And first of all, most trainers can probably tell you, like, you point to a muscle and they're like, oh, this is the anterior fucking whatever. Right? So, like, we know... (laughs) We have knowledge. We've been certified in things. And... Trying to use that against us is really dumb. I went to Cal State Long Beach. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
People just, uh, it just drives me crazy. I mean, even, even in my career now, this is the funniest thing since I've come back to Saddle Ranch. Because now it's known as this big influencer hotspot. Blah, 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 blah. Before it was still a celebrity hotspot, whatever. But you could see someone's eyes when I'd say, oh, um, I'm a restaurant manager. And it's like a, oh. Mm-hmm. Which restaurant sat right? Oh! oh but it really? It's oh my god, I just, I, I, just, I just saw that on, yeah. on, on social media. If oh my god. Uh, oh, J-Lo was there. I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. If it's if it's any kind of hotspot, then it changes. But I'm like, what if, if I was fucking running a Denny's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still be me. I still be the same fucking person. And you would still have the same responsibilities. Exactly. Making sure that all that shit was running tight. Exactly. So. I may not being. I, I may have a lower pay rate, but you know, again, maybe. I I'd be the same person that I maybe that I'm talking in front Denny's of you. Make some money. They do. And not only that, but I remember I had an ex who he just liked being a server. And there's he, nothing wrong with that. He was cool with that. He made. It was very good. Yes! So he made a lot of money. People underestimate. He worked at a place where a cheese plate was like $50. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like he, And he knew that fucking menu back and forth. Thank you. Like the palm I date man. a guy from fucking McDonald's. I don't give a shit if I like you. As long as you're aspiring to do something better or you're happy or, or you can take care of your portion of whatever exactly. you can do. If he is really good at that McDonald's job. Then that's it. Good for him. Maybe you'll be making six figures as a fucking regional manager in three years. It doesn't years. even like, matter <laughs> if he is because if he, and that was the kind of the thing with my ex was like, there was sort of a plateau, but that's what he liked to do. And things were paid. Things were paid. He, he was enjoyed happy. enjoyed it. If he could literally, like, his sort of, like, dream would just be to, like, still literally be a server, but, like, at a beach mm-hmm. restaurant or bar where he could just fucking chill all day. Yeah. And be at the beach and be a server and interact with people. And what is wrong with that? Nothing. And at the end of the day, does it change the person that you're trying to get to know? No. No. You can be a gas station I attendant. I will own that bar and franchise it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, bam, level us both up. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean, even, I'm just kidding. Like, it's fine to just have totally everyday pedestrian yes. goals nothing wrong with that for me honestly like one of my goals just have a normal relationship whatever that means for me have a get to a point where we're doing things as a couple i want a house Mm -hmm. i want to invest in that home and do things whether we're not necessarily constructing it together, but renovating or mm-hmm. making it our own. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that shit. And like, I want to be able to cook our meals and have a space where we can entertain people. Yeah. Those are very normal pedestrian, average, boring things. But yeah. that would be, that's like. But that's uh, the dream for you. That's, that's completely fine. Nothing wrong with that. 
So stop being I mean, elitist. Y'all. Also win the lottery and be a millionaire, but whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. Oh, man. These are getting deep now. Mm. We're not going to be able to answer all of these. But. <laughs> um, why'd you give me the deep questions? What I is don't this? Oh, it just happens. Oh, my God. Well, this one is how to gay sex. I'm not going to answer that. That's a mm. troll question. Mm. What me. should I do when I feel like shit for being queer? First and foremost, don't make me cry in this podcast. Mm. <laughs> Look, you're going to feel like shit about being different in general. But actually, like I said to the last person, social media is a beautiful thing now. Find a little niche of a community mm-hmm. to where you can feel like you belong. Also, just get the fuck out. Yeah. If you're like, somewhere that you don't feel comfortable or safe or... Uh, just being yourself is detrimental to the environment yeah, you're in. Go get somewhere Save else. the fuck up and get the else. fuck out of there as fast mm-hmm. as you can. Set that goal. Have that be the eye on the prize. Have that be that carrot in front of your nose. <laughs> it can be very terrifying, but if you really set your mind to it, you will do it. Yes. You'll make it work. And it'll and be make it more profitable for your mental health mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So that's, I mean, that's all I can really say about that. But I'm yeah. sorry. I hope you feel better. We've all been there. All also, just, been there's there. nothing wrong with, you know, feeling that way. Uh, a lot of people feel that way regardless of their sexual orientation. Yeah. And, 100%. Uh, life is hard. So it's okay to... Feel that way and to fall back on that sometimes. Yeah. Don't like, feel like shit for feeling like shit, though. Yeah. You are allowed to have emotions. You're allowed to not have a great day. You're allowed mm-hmm. to question yourself about things. Don't dwell on it, though. No, in the so end. Try not to. Yeah. In the end, our emotions are controlled by our thoughts and we control our thoughts. So you can have those feelings. You're entitled to those feelings. But you can also elevate yourself mm-hmm. into a new position. Oh man, I'm I'm a virgin at seventeen, and I feel like a loser about it. Don't feel like a loser about it. This has been going on since the beginning of time. Oh, People are going to lie about not being a virgin How when they're old still a are you virgin. Supposed to be? I mean, seventeen. I lost my not... virginity at seventeen. Yeah, 17 and that was just my oral virginity. My anal virginity, I didn't even lose until I was twenty-two. So if that makes you feel better. Trust me, we've all been there. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up about it. It'll happen. And your first time might not even be that great, but keep on going. Just got out of an eight-year relationship, 25 here. Any advice for moving on? Yes. Allow yourself the process, well, the process is, of being by yourself. Allow yourself to be a hoe if you want to. Mm -hmm. Don't feel bad about any decisions that you make. Don't also... not really wanting to be uh, sexual or romantic... There's a period of, I think there's a sort of a calculation for every year. It's a, like three months or something. Huh? So, yeah, like literally psychologically for every year that you're with someone. Interesting. Three months is sort of tacked on to your healing process. Gotcha. Of separating yeah. from them. 
So you have to recognize there are certain phases you're going to go through. You're you're grieving. Emotions you're going to have, especially eight years. Like that's yeah, that's time. a long time in someone's so life. So you might take a year or two. And there's nothing wrong Before with that. You're and really allow ready. yourself to miss that person. Allow yourself to hate that person. Yeah, allow yourself them. to beat yourself up sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get through it. And get a cute little group of friends and enjoy them. And enjoy whatever may come your way. Everyone skips me after they hear my age on Grinder. Okay, I'm. I don't know what to say because mm. they didn't say their age, so I don't know if it, if you're too young. Then sorry, <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with that and date within your age range. Yeah. If it's an older thing, I totally understand it. Yeah, I need more insight on this one. This one I can't really answer yeah. wholeheartedly. Uh, to the trans guy, I had wait, huh? Oh, fucking Instagram. Is it bad that slang, especially gay slash LGBTQIA plus slang makes me physically cringe? Oh, like slay and yes, queen. You know, it makes me cringe when it's not <laughs> authentic uh, because yeah. that is derived from ballroom culture mm-hmm. way back in the day. Has been heavily Watch, documented. Paris is burning. Exactly. From the... Mm-hmm. Mostly trans, queer, gay people of color, mm-hmm. and so it makes me cringe when I hear a what that fucking idiot's name, Roman Landon, or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know. I can't stand a white man with a black scent, mm. and you can tell it's forced. It's not because you grew up a certain way in a certain environment. It's forced because you're trying to fit in and you're trying to. Sound cute and sassy, but I'm like, no, fuck you. No, I can't stand that. I, I don't like also, straight girls using it all. I also it's, just feel like, girl, you don't know me like that. You can't be like, yes, queen. Right, I'm like, just like, no. I'm like, if that, and you, you can like, always you tell it. when it's natural. And when it's forced. Yes. It, yeah, so it it's not bad unless you are, like, self-hating mm-hmm. your community. And internalizing that, because I've seen that as well. Yeah, if if I want to date a girl, I'd date a girl. Why is he wearing a dress? None of your fucking business, you asshole. Right. You're not going to date him anyways. He's not coming on to you, is he? Let him fucking be and live his life. That's what the beauty of our community is, is being yourself. But don't be your inauthentic self by using things as a tool to exactly. try to make yourself fit And in. I do think we get have so few things, right? Like, there's RuPaul's Drag Race, and there's, like, a couple other TV shows mm-hmm. where that's where we get the vernacular, mm-hmm. and that's where I think especially baby gays feel like they have to kind of talk like that. Yeah. That that's the way that you are gay. And I can see where that could be a turnoff. Yeah. It's, because... it's a very multidimensional question and answer. Yeah. So, oh but I mean, you guys are. I don't. I think I covered all the bases, though. I hope so. I'm not answering this last two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, there are pages. There are pages. pages so I'm like, no. Pa- oh, sorry, that's my butt. Pages of questions. <laughs> We've all seen that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, appreciate it so much. We'll have to do a part two. Um, yeah, save those questions. There are a lot of really good ones, but yeah, a lot of really good we ones. can't have a, far, a five-hour show. No. 
And Our left apple crash as if Rhythm Nation was playing on it in mm-hmm. the year 2000. <laughs> no. And, it, and it's hard. And I think ultimately a lot of people are feeling, you know, they're searching and they're trying to find their tribe. And it's hard to it's trust so, and it's hard to it's love. It's just so perplexing to me, again, circling back to that question about the 1900s because we didn't have any of that. We didn't have, we didn't have social media. We don't have mm-hmm. we didn't have a grinder. We didn't have a jacked a scruff. We didn't have a sniffies. We didn't have I remember talking to my best friend at age 11, no, 13. And I was like, I wish it was like a magical ring that you'd be get like wear and like see who's gay and who isn't. Yeah. And now we have these magical rings in the form of technology and, and people still have the terrible. same insecurities yeah. and the same like it's I use those tools. Well, but also in the weird way, like gay culture has like progressed and exploded to this weird. It really has. Degree. We've gone through how many revolutions? Oh God! Being in the age group that we're in, yeah, it's it's really interesting because there's so many things that have changed. I know this is going to sound very old, but nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, when you go out, let's say, for Pride or Halloween or whatever, Pride was always pretty over the top. Yeah. I will admit that. But Halloween used to at least be the hint of a costume. Yes. And then, granted, it was somewhere pre-pandemic. This was a good 10 years ago, honestly, that it sort of transitioned. But now, if you're wearing a red jock strap and you painted a star on your chest, you're a fireman. Like <laughs> Literally. The, like, gay culture has just... Changed. Evolved and, and evolved and evolved. It's gotten hoier and hoier mm-hmm. and hoier. So I think being a baby gay and coming out now, you're like, it's hypersexual and you're exposed to all these things and it's just so fast all the time and it's hunty this and, you know, yes, mama that and, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Uh, it's overwhelming, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you've got, like, 15 seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race to catch up on and all this stuff. Like, there's so much culture that's really out there for us. Yeah. Um, where it can definitely feel very overwhelming. But at the same time... Um, <sighs> slow it down. Yeah. Take your time. Uh-huh. Find what works for you. Yes. It's a lifelong journey. It is. And there will be bumps and potholes. <laughs> but get those tires uh, changed and keep on driving. Exactly. You're going to constantly evolve and, and change who you are and what you want and what you believe in. So this is just the beginning for you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our sponsors and our show notes and save some money by using our coupon codes. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.